This is Too Long for a Voice Note, a podcast about everything and nothing at the same time. Presented by Claire and Enzo. Our podcast is produced in London. Some conversations are just too long for a voice note. Hey everyone! Hi guys! Welcome back! Welcome back to season, season two! two. <laughs> We're back for our second season of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are... So thrilled to be back filming for you so guys. So happy. It's been so cool because the last few months, weeks, yeah. months, we were just like doing the audio version of the podcast. But now it's like, this is going back to like roots. Exactly. Like the real podcast. We have the videos we've well. work done. Just if you see, you know, the all the fillers, like, exactly. you know, on this week that we are finally free. Exactly. We're like fillers, things. Fresh, <laughs> no, it's ready. Fresh. No, it's so cool that we are finally... <laughs> back on video because we definitely enjoy to do this part of the yeah. podcast as well not only the audio version thanks to everybody who support us exactly only audio as well yeah. i think we found like a new audience as well definitely following and us. of course we'll still be available on all of those streaming platforms so apple yes. podcast spotify wherever you get your podcast we are there all and please them. do leave us a review please that's really yeah. important and yeah share it with your friends with your family to whoever who mm-hmm. may like like our content exactly uh, as you may realize we have a new intro so yeah. we're getting like serious now we're serious like profesh- serious business <laughs> yeah so we have a new intro we want to, t- to thanks our friend alex uh alex production mm-hmm. media co- media company like a he does like a really good job with anything yeah. animation filming whatever you need like visually he can help you so we can like drop the exactly. link we'll for put a link yeah to like the content company, yeah. so it, probably you will love the intro and after the intro we're we'll gonna be like we want to talk with this guy exactly. so thank you alex thank for you that so much, alex. it was amazing Too to collaborate lovely. with you on yeah. this yeah. and also want to say thanks to leche mm-hmm. which is the guy behind the music because we have music now as well exactly. so you can tell the intro we want to use bit and pieces yeah. around the uh, the podcast as well so it's leche you can find his music as well on spotify mm-hmm. we're gonna drop the link we'll put a link to leche's below. music below and you can check his work as well so thank you as well for you Al- uh, alex and leche alex and leche <laughs> alex and leche it's very like ooh. Yeah, yeah for this amazing yeah. new intro we it was had. amazing collaborating with you guys so thank you it was so very much cool. for that so it was yeah. pro- after all all this like lockdown it was productive for us because yeah. we have like new things coming up as well we have the intro mm-hmm. and we're working on the podcast in different ways growing slowly yeah all all of that that. exactly (laughs) and thank you for your feedback and everyone's given us feedback for season one we definitely do listen to your comments and try and implement stuff so for this season as well if you have anything that we would like you'd like us to talk about or anything that you feel that we could work on or whatever we're going to be introducing new things as we go along this season so please do stay tuned for that but so like thank you for everybody follow follow following us on instagram it's been really cool we have dropping new content here and there Mm -hmm. we have just published our first two IGTV videos so we are thank you for all the comments and we are just always posting it's like a cool extension of our podcast it's it's like a different creative side of the podcast so definitely check our Instagram Mm -hmm. to get all the news and all the cool stuff we're doing so yeah yeah, well I think are we ready Claire to like I think we're ready you ready I, I, I think this feels like even though we were recording or like recording the audio version of the podcast this feels actually like business again like podcast like that. boom so it's like wow okay we're not lights things production so exactly. are we ready for completely this completely ready so i think yeah. you must go first me or you you go first i'll go first so Can't it's wait. time for claire's secret topic of the week 
Okay, so, so I'm just gonna take the iPad with that with those people now. Like Mac, please. You know, we need like so, we need like your sponsor. Sponsor. Exactly. We, we have everything your, now. All yeah, products. Right? Everything. The Apple Watch is back, guys. <laughs> so again, if you see me looking at the watch, I'm not bored of Enzo. I'm just looking at it, using it, tech, everything well. Apple, really. Yeah. We're, well, we're very like uh, snobby with Mac. Apple is cool. Anyway. You can't be Apple there. is nice. So, yes. getting into my topic, my secret topic of the week. I wonder what we're going to talk about. Well, it might not come as much of a shock to you, and so... They were spoke a bit before. We've spoken a bit about it, but I would okay. like to talk about the Netflix documentary called okay. Seaspiracy. It's very controversial. I Highly like the topic. It's very controversial. So, Enzo and I have kind of spoken around it a little bit. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. No, Enzo watch hasn't watched it, yet. so... I thought that was kind of like a good place to bring it from because if you haven't watched it, don't worry. Um, you won't. You can still get something from this podcast. It's not like probably not like a movie that you're gonna get a spoiler. So, Seaspiracy. So, yeah. for those of you that don't know, it is a Netflix original film. So, it's kind of like a follow-on from the documentary called Cowspiracy, which yeah. came out a few years ago. So, Cowspiracy looks at all the ways that agricultural farming basically fucks up the environment yeah. takes it from that point of view so this is the sea Cle- yeah. clearly sea like, thank you Nancy, for making it so obvious exactly like, the like, sea it's for the, for the el sea. mar agua <laughs> <laughs> oceano so, um... dropping Spanish words just because okay <laughs> so, so yeah it looks at the ways that there's problems with fishing. I mean, there's so many different things in this documentary. The documentary talks about all the different ways that we're kind of messing up the ocean and issues with fishing um, and everything like that. But he yeah. goes off on kind of a lot of different tangents. Now... So, sorry, is the guy like a filmmaker or he's like He a... was actually a vegan YouTuber. Oh, so he's, oh really? he's vegan. I, I didn't realise before watching it that he is a vegan, but okay. not to, this is not probably not a spoiler, but this is kind of one of the things that has been quite controversial about mm-hmm. the documentary. Mm-hmm. His basic conclusion is just like, we should all be vegan. vegan. Yeah. You should cut fish. That's yeah. kind of the only option that people are given. And I do want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was a vegan YouTuber. So I guess he's just a filmmaker. I mean, it's a beautifully made film. Obviously, yeah. they have Netflix's backing. So it has all the... Bum, yeah, bum, exactly. Bum. Money, Bad money, money. Jet. But yeah, it's a well-made film, etc. Yeah. So it's following him. He goes around different places in the world. Yeah, cool. And just sees how all the damage that we're doing to the ocean, essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, the documentary, as you know, because Enzo is always on Twitter and it was exploding on Twitter, yeah. has been met with a lot of controversy. So what is the controversy around this documentary? Mm. A lot of the things that he says are very inaccurate so he gives a lot of kind of figures and stuff that are just plainly wrong so off the back of it i have watched videos with marine biologists um and they say that a lot of people are really unhappy with this documentary i think number one the inaccuracies number two for some reason he really does go after uh ngos this is similar to cowspiracy Cowspiracy, actually Um, and he does some really cringeworthy interviews with... Um, okay. NGOs is always like a thing with that. It's exactly. always been like, yeah. It's always a but controversy he, around that. A lot of marine biologists say like you shouldn't go after them when these are the people who are trying to make the change and all of that kind of thing. Mm. I, um, I think also that because the message is 
go vegan, mm-hmm. I feel that that's always going to get people's back up because people, yeah. in my opinion, don't like being told what to do. Like feeling forced that you need to change something in your life. People really don't like it when you try and tell them to change their diet and everything like that. So I feel that that's part of the criticism that has been met with. Um, I kind of wanted to know your thoughts. I mean, there's also some stuff that I don't like around plastic pollution. Okay. Um, I think what's interesting, though, is why... I get the marine biologist side of it. You know, if Mm -hmm. they're saying... If he's saying things that are just completely inaccurate, I understand. But why do kind of everyday people have such a strong problem? The way that I see it is that it's a documentary... Of course, he's pushing an agenda. He it's has a point his of own reference. agenda. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a it's film. His point of view at the end. Exactly, um, and I find it really interesting that people overreact like so strongly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just been interesting to kind of watch. So yeah, what are your I, thoughts? Yeah, I find it interesting because as everything when it's kind of controversial, I see people around on the internet going very like. Uh, like anger kind of like really reactive and i think in these cases when it's about food and because i think sometimes people see veganism all of that as a trend and sometimes they don't really maybe want to understand what it's about and why people may go into like a vegan diet or what there are like reasons behind some people think they're just like this they're just pushing me this Mm. for me they're just forcing this to me it's just like a trend oh my god these people again But it's really weird that people are not open to learn something new or, like, at least to, like, what is this about? What they are telling me? And even if uh, it's made something, it may attack you. Because I understand people may feel attacked because they're, Mm -hmm. you know, we know how it is with food. Food is related to, like, culture, feelings, moments, all of that. And clearly that's the the main issue why it's so complicated. And some people feel like... um, vulnerable mm. when they're talking about what they eat mm. but why not to be a bit more open and understand the other point of view i think exactly. reactions were really like um aggressive for a documentary and yeah. at the end i don't think a documentary should be taken as a bible it's just like a reference of something so you take this content you take whatever you like from it or you or you can learn from learn from it and you use whatever you want yeah. to use it's like I found this interesting because I was listening to other podcasts recently that were talking about the documentary and and the woman that was speaking about it, she's vegan. And she said, like, we need to understand, like, a documentary or, like, a piece of information is just a part of it. Like, there's literally books talking about one topic. Books, books, and books. Yeah. And when you want to talk about something that has many other things mm-hmm. around it. So that's why things... As you know, it are difficult to understand because it's not one specific thing. And like mm-hmm. a documentary, it won't solve, explain, or give all everything. You know, it's impossible. Yeah. So it's just a little piece of the puzzle, and you need to like use this for you if you like it or not, but at least to understand what yeah. it is about. So I think it's yeah, it's interesting how people, like you say, kind of take it as a bible. And I think I think it. Uh, I look at it from two points of view mm-hmm. because I think that. Some people who are very anti it are like, no, it's inaccurate, it's mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. He's saying problematic things, which I'll get into in a second. Yeah. But I also think on the flip side, this is one big problem that I have with veganism. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I am vegan. So I'm coming at it from that point vegan, of view. Vegan, vegan, vegan. But I, ha- I think that some of the vegan people, I think that some 
reactions that vegans mm. have had to this is so shocking. So when, mm. you know, marine biologists have been receiving death threats if they speak out against this film. So it, it works both ways. Of course. So people should be allowed to criticise it as well and say, look, um, Ali is his name, like that is incorrect information. He actually yeah. uses a study which is completely outdated where he says that if we carry on fishing in the way that we are yeah. fishing now, there'll be no fish left in the ocean by like yeah. 2045 or something like that. And she I, was like, that's completely not hmm. true. Um, you know, I, I heard some people on Twitter talking about the live uh, biologist saying like, there's been different efforts made to make fishing more sustainable. I feel like a lot of people are trying their best. Many people are trying their best to fix their diet, to do little changes, to do this and do that. And if you, for example, if you used to eat meat every single day mm -hmm. and now you're pescatarian and you're like, you know, I went pescatarian because I think at least um, causing less problems and issues to the environment, I think it's, it's my way to do something. And then like a documentary like this comes and it's maybe too... Maybe the delivery of it or like the reaction of it are too strong. Maybe yeah. you will feel like, well, okay, whatever. I'm trying to be pescatarian to help and maybe try to be a bit better with the planet. Yeah. And that's wrong as well. Mm -hmm. So I think from example that people, they may be like, well, okay, whatever I do is wrong. So I get fuck you, you kind I, of thing. I, so maybe I feel yeah. like that's why some people also feel kind of attacked. I agree. I think... That's It's true. Part of it, I guess. Yeah, true. I think that one... I think it is good, though, in a way to... Like, it's complex. And this is a problem. Mm. Like, it's sort of like... It's trying to cover a lot of different issues in one. And I think that's maybe... It just goes on so many different tangents. I yeah. think that's why people, it's kind of a bit overwhelming the for the sure. inaccuracies are completely unacceptable like yeah. that's bad for especially making. for yeah especially for like a film on netflix that it will reach so exactly. i mean the reaching of a netflix documentary is global as we can tell yeah. so in a, obviously those kind of things can happen yes but not in that level like there are many it's surprising though because you would think they would have fact checkers but anyway i think mm. if it does i think that we should take this film from the point that we are at And probably if you're watching this now, you're in a privileged position. Yeah. So one of the criticisms is that people say you shouldn't tell people to stop fishing because poorer communities rely mm -hmm. on fishing. Yeah. But that's not a problem. Yeah. Like, obviously, ethically, I believe that an animal shouldn't be killed so that you eat it. But I also understand that if you are living in a developing country, that is your main source of food, probably, and or livelihood. But yeah. that's not our reality. So in richer countries, we can probably afford to eat a very healthy plant-based diet. Yeah. So that's where you should be looking at it from. Also, it's a different level of like fishing in like a small, poor community, or whatever. That's a local thing. Exactly. The fish or like the whatever we get in the UK, probably like big corporation, yeah. which is maybe don't care about the planet. And exactly. that's a different level of it, which is... That's on, the yeah. thing. And I, I think that he doesn't really make that um, distinction enough because... Mm. I think the message to say like everyone should be vegan is probably quite unhelpful to be honest because yeah. it's not going to happen it, it will not happen like you you don't get through to people like, like that. that you yeah. just don't but I do think that it's it's helpful in a way to say okay I have uh, spare money i can afford to spend a bit more money on food yeah. let me think about where i'm buying my fish from um 
and maybe I want to, if I can afford it, to buy it from an ethical source, or do I need to have like fish every, every day? day? Maybe I can have it once as a treat. And I think yeah. this is where it should be taken That's... from. And I kind of I wish that people wouldn't take things so like you said, like a Bible, like it's literally, Bible, yeah. it's like watch it it's a piece and of then everything. do your own research. Yeah. I definitely uh, agree with that. And I think it's really important. And at the end of the day, I think it. I think as a society, it is more, as the future, it will be more beneficial if we all make changes. Like, mm. it's very difficult that we all become vegan. I don't think that will ever happen, probably. Oh, who knows? Well, it's not something that will happen easily, yeah. e- even. But if we send a message that we can all do something and like make a, a, little, a little change, it will do a lot at the end. Yeah. That's important. For example, like, eating meat, like red meat, from three times a week to one time a week it reduced the amount of like contamination and like pollution yeah. like at levels like crazy levels when you see the statistics like a little change on your diet it creates a lot of difference yeah. so i think the message it would be good to that's from my point of view because obviously i'm not vegan i'm not eating red meat for like a year now from last summer mm-hmm. which is it was like i want to eat red meat now doesn't mean i won't eat again probably yeah. i will at one point but the thing is like from my seven days a week i think i eat an animal like probably two times a week mm. so i spend like five days of my week trying to like avoiding something yeah. from an animal which normally and also culturally in some countries is difficult because for example as i like countries in south america a lot of this our country they eat meat every single day yeah super meaty so super meaty and you know it's the difference of eat meat or any yeah. kind of animal seven times a week to two, for example. That mm. will make a difference. And that will be, I think, long-term more sustainable. And actually, if you tell people, you know, it's about little changes, this is why, mm. instead of like, go vegan, that will make yeah. a difference. And I think long-term, I it think will be so more beneficial for like the future. One thing I did find actually quite problematic mm-hmm. about the film, and then we'll wrap this up. Right. I felt personally that he kind of downplayed the use of, the, the role that like single-use consumer plastic has to play in, the, in ocean contamination. And mm. I, I really, I found it kind of cringeworthy in a way, because really? he was saying, he, he was claiming that um, most of the kind of um, sea pollution is due to fishing nets, which mm-hmm. they know is a problem, mm-hmm. ghost fishing nets. Yeah. But he said that, you know, he was so worried about straws and disposable water bottles which and everything. Is, yeah. But actually it's like, pardon the pun, like a drop in the ocean. Like it doesn't actually matter that much. That's... But that is actually not true at yeah. all. And... I think that, you know, people should be encouraged. We should still really be pushing for mm-hmm. that because yeah. we know that, like, plastic bags, straws, all of that is a yeah. really, really big problem. So I yeah. think, kind of like you were saying, like, do definitely take this documentary and think about how you are as a consumer, whether that's to do with, like, plastic, food, your water consumption. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meat as well, meat, fish, anything. Think about where you get your products whatever they are from especially if you you know if you're in a privileged position of course of course like a lot of people can do that and also understandable but you know if you live in like in a city in europe and you have like certain privilege and you have the choice to make at least take your a bit of time to check what else is there and to understand a bit like it's that's that's the change that's how we can do to make the little changes at the end of the day so it's important 
Definitely. Yeah. So, I will, um, yeah. you're going to watch, watch it? it? Yeah, yeah, I want to watch it. It's on my watch list for sure. Okay. So, yeah. And I'm going to go back then in two weeks, like, go vegan. <laughs> fuck you never know. <laughs> I would love that. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> so, we are going to do a new thing where we talk for a minute about what the other has taken away from the other secret topic of the week. Boom, boom, so, boom. So, Enzo has a minute. I'm going to time it to tell me his let's say three main takeaways okay. from this topic and it's going to be a strict 60 seconds okay Ooh, that's difficult you for ready us because you, okay go and so what did you learn from the secret topic go boom i need to watch a documentary first mm-hmm. that's what i need to do and second i think um it's really important to think about like the choices we do with our food and i i know it takes time and sometimes we live in a really fast type of life and we boom 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 but i think it would take like five to ten minutes to understand where we eat and where we take this food from. You know, like you go to the supermarket, you see the fish or whatever in a plastic bag, you take it. You never actually check. It's like, ah! <laughs> you, ne- you actually never check like the the logos, where it comes from, what country, what is behind it. Is this healthy? What is doing to, you know, like sometimes taking a bit of time to do it, it won't just Google, will take nothing. Yeah. And third thing, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, we need to learn to understand, learn how to listen and understand other things and don't go crazy as this. You know, don't take everything so personally as, as a, an attack. Yeah. I think this person at the end, he wanted to do something good. You know, the film, filmmaker yeah. probably he didn't have any bad intentions. So, yeah. Three, two, one. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was very honest i think yeah i i would definitely say as well what enzo said i think that's so important Mm. to to listen and like we're not going to solve any problems in this world if we're just so polarized and we just can't even have a conversation with somebody who has a different point of view and that's so how the world is right now in politics and everything everything. we need to be able to have an open dialogue and not send death threats to people who don't agree with you (laughs) like come on that's so fucking maniac it's like you have to be fucking crazy to do this but yeah Thank you very much. Ooh, I was like, cool. I, I can't wait to watch it. So yeah. Yeah, he'll Sounds give good. us a yeah, feedback. You'll give us a feedback. Yeah, on, yeah. You know, for me, like next week's episode yeah, or something. Sure. Yeah. That's that. Whew, I'm sweating. You know, Ooh, this yeah. light is. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. No, I mean, it, it has a level of pressure to go back to camera, to cameras, to a podcast. <laughs> Where's this voice? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. are you ready for my topic? And so, secret topic of the week. Okay, Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, my topic, it's a bit, I think if you live in the UK as us, you feel more connected to this topic. But I think for everybody, it's, it is it is, and it will be affecting all of us for a long time. I want to talk about a bit of like life going back to real life again okay as we were in a lockdown for like four months now since december and now we are back i see some restrictions but we're back to like places are open restaurant Mm. things and i think we discussed a bit about it and i was reading about this on internet as well like the pressure that means to go back to this reality again when you feel like you may have like plans to do or you have the feel we talk about this, like the feeling yeah. of like, am I missing something? Do I need to go to a restaurant? Do I need to do this? And I think it's like a lot of pressure when you think about it. And that's what I want to like have a chat with you about this because um, it feels like we are kind of, um, well, at least those are my, are my feelings. I feel a bit like divide or like split 
I want to say, like about how to feel about it. Because it's like, yeah, I would like to go out and have a beer, but at the same time, I feel pressure to be around a lot of people. It's actually giving me a bit of anxiety to feel mm. surrounded to too many people. It's like, I there's a part of me that I think it's not right to do it. It's like, why we have to be so crazy? And we know we see here in the UK when they opened the stores on Monday, there were people like doing queues for hours and hours to go to the store. They op- there's like videos of people like running into the store for like for the JD sports, like who needs shoes that bad and you need to run for a shoe, like what the <laughs> fuck. But people like camping to get like a beer at the at the pub at then 10 a.m. camping. Okay. So I definitely feel there's a lot of pressure out of it. And I read on the internet there was a lot of um posts and like people, especially like psychologists and all this type of like accounts talking about like this is an important moment for a lot of people to take care of themselves because a lot of people feeling anxiety a lot of people yeah. don't know what to do some people feel forced to do things some people don't know how to go back to real and i, I know this feels like oh yeah first war problems we it's like oh my god you're alive be content with that and get it get it over but it is a thing, and sometimes you don't know how to react, and you don't know how, what to do, how long to wait, and also you have the pressure. You have the mm-hmm. pressure from your friends. You have the pressure from or some people that they're feeling alone and lonely for a long time, so they want to jump to real life yeah. and do yeah. things. I was reading on internet. I think it was the Guardian. Maybe was talking about brain fog and how the brain fog is something that it's specifically now in this context is happening to a lot of us, oh. which is like a kind of psychology, a psychological condition, to say in a way, which um, affects the way you react and you feel, of course, like, if you want to, I'm not explaining this, like, uh, you go, go no, for internet yeah, look, yeah. Uh, specifically, I don't want to say anything wrong about this, but basically, it's the thing, like, we've been, like, so recluse for so such a long time, like, without, like, anything new coming to our life without anything new things happening without like inter human interaction that a lot of people feel really affected by this mm. and it's like this your brain get to the state of like like a fog like like i'm done or like i'm overloaded like or... the other way around like right. flat so it's oh. like um it's like a really like a, and it's we're saying like how problematic it is because um we are so like, to jump from this to real life, it can be really affect men- okay. mental health of people because you get used to, like, you get in this situation of lack of energy or lack of motivation, lack of this, and then you need to jump to all of this, mm. and the pressure is on that you need to be, like, on, bang, meet okay. people, go out, yeah. deal with this, deal with that, but still the virus, blah, blah, blah. So that jump, it can be really hurtful for a yes. lot of people. So yeah. I was wondering what's, like, your... um. You're feeling about it, how you are dealing with that overall. I feel like, for example, I don't have, I don't know, I, I live uh, with, with my friend Rodrigo. I I see you, I, I have like a group of people that I'm seeing all this time. It's like three or four mm. people and that's it. So I, and it's like a comfortable situation because yeah. we know we, all of us, we are taking care mm. and we are not like parting or like licking people's faces around. Like, Speak yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so you know we yeah, kind of feel yeah, comfortable exactly. to meet each other because we have like an a bubble yeah. kind of thing but it's not the case for everybody so i don't know i wonder how it's like how you feeling you're going back to your normality or real life how it's like if you feel it has affecting you in any way or like how do you think yeah yeah 
It is tricky. And I have to say, we've discussed this before, but I I was actually kind of nervous about going back to normal. And it's still very much not normal here in the UK. You know, a a few things have happened and that is nice. So I went out for dinner on Thursday with a really close friend of mine. We sat outside. It was bloody freezing. (laughs) I was complaining to Enzo, but it is very strange. And I, I don't think that I think I'm more prone to being anxious anyway. So yeah. I do, I, I remember when the first lockdown lifted, yeah. we went out for dinner and mm-hmm. I was really anxious. Yeah, like, man. I was like, Ugh. like, it's yeah. just weird, like being around people again. Yeah. And I felt that again when I went for dinner and then as the dinner went on, I kind of relaxed into it. And I think that's kind of normal. Yeah. We're so not out of the woods at all, at all with the virus. Yeah. We haven't had the vaccine yet because yeah. of the age group. Because um, we're very young. So young. We're Babies. Like, out like mid-20s. So yeah, literally. So it'll be literally. like <laughs> September until we get the vaccine. <laughs> like next week, you're going to be like, people are around 40. And you get your vaccine message like, like oh, fuck my life. We're going to get the vaccine. We're old. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I think there are kind of so, you know, not many positives to this pandemic, but I think some of the positives that I have taken mm-hmm. are... This thing of, like, I've always really struggled with FOMO. I mm-hmm. think it's always been like, you know, I always want to be that person that's doing everything. Yeah. And, like, I do get, like, I guess it's changed as I've got older, but, you know, kind of want envy. To be like... But I want to be doing yeah. stuff all the time. And I'm a very busy kind of person. Yeah. And I think that there's a downside to that. And I think that's one thing that I did take from the pandemic is, like, yeah first of all, like, it really shows you who is important to you, like, who you want to see, like, your core group. And I think that's very enlightening. It is, yeah. And also that, you know, it's okay to be a bit slower. And to be honest, like, we've not been that slow in this (laughs) lockdown. Like, we filmed the podcast all the time. We were recording. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that kind of sense of FOMO, I think, was what I was dreading. And also that thing of, and it, it really, like, kind of takes you back. And I think we're probably so different now, but that kind of having to like manage everyone's expectations and having to be Mm -hmm. really good at setting boundaries um because and saying no again like we haven't really had to say no like I've just been seeing like my best friend and we've been filming the podcast and that's it for months now it's like oh wow I have to see you that night this night that night I want to work out I want to do this I want to do that I want to make time for myself and like a readjustment yeah. And it's difficult because we, as you said, we slow down. So we need to now like kind of like go back to all these things. Yeah. And it can be overwhelming. Very. And what you're saying is very interesting and important because it's something else I was reading about this is like we need to be like we need to be careful and mindful and like gentle with another people because we don't know how other others are feeling. Maybe yeah. someone else, even if it's a friend, even if the friend hasn't told us that, may feel like really anxious about it. So one Take away from this whole thing I was reading on the internet. It's like, don't push people if they don't want to do something. Because this is now we are in this moment that a lot of people, they want to do a lot of things. Let's go out. Let's go for a drink. Let's go for a bar, blah, blah, blah. But if you know if somebody tells you, no, I'm okay. I'll pass for now. Let's wait a bit. Yeah. Don't push it more. Don't be the person like, oh, don't be boring. You know, let's yeah. live the life. Don't be that because you know what people are going through. And just go back to the brain fog thing. There are people that are experiencing really fucked up things. Thankfully, we're not. Yeah, no, no, no. Thankfully, I think we we were really pretty fine. A lot of yeah. healthy and mentally. Yeah. 
as good, I think, as we can be. There are people having, like, a really tough time. There are people going to depression, going to things. And that's why we need to be, like, understand others. And Mm. don't try to be that annoying person that Mm. it's pushing, like, do this, do that. Why you don't come with me? Why you don't want to do this? You know, Mm. like... It's going to be a period that we have never experienced before. Totally, yeah. And it's going to be like a process of readapt- or adapting. As you say, a lot of people, they may f- set new boundaries for themselves. Mm. And you need to understand that. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, maybe this lo- all this lockdown pandemic is teaching us to like understand us, ourselves more. And I what we so. want and what we need. So it's a good moment to practice that. Respect others. And if you need to say no, if you don't want to, it's okay. Definitely. You know, it's like a... It's yeah, interesting. I it's think like a, I yeah. really want to like be okay with not doing everything. Like yeah. I, I think, yeah, that's something that I really want to keep in. Like I do definitely. It was so nice just to go for dinner, just to yeah. see somebody else. Yeah, it's just super and have that kind of actual human interaction because, of course, like we speak to our friends all the time. Like I speak to like Ella, my friend who I met all the time, but like, it's different, it's different. like seeing somebody's actual face, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it will take some getting used to. I think we've talked about this as well. Like it's really tiring now, like doing, you know, before, like you'd be doing like 10 different things in a day. Now we're like, we'll do one thing and then we'll have a nap after. Literally. I, sometimes I don't know how we used to do this. Like the tube work, this, that, meet another exactly. person, the gym. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, and then at the weekend, let's go party. What the oh, fuck? I know. Because oh. we went for a hike for a friend's birthday <laughs> yeah. on Easter weekend. We are so tired. tired. <laughs> and it wasn't like, guys, it wasn't like a hike. At all. It was, it was, it was a walk. It was a walk. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, it is a lot. It's like, you know, like the, the speed. Crazy. But I think it's good yeah. to also reflect on that and how... You want to keep living your life in ways. Like, do I want to speed it up a bit? Do I want to... Because maybe I realize now there are some things in my life that I want to do a bit slower. Like what? And take more time. For example, like, taking more time for myself. Like, I I don't want to, for example, like, working out, I don't want it to make you feel like a task because I hate it. Because, I mean, working out is not like, for me, it's not like the most fun thing in the world. It's like something I, I want to do and I need to do for my health. But before, because it was you never had time, so I feel like it was always like a task, like after work, I'm tired, I need to go to the gym, and like struggle on the traffic, and yeah. blah, 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 and change on the, you know, it's like all this process that is very rushed for me was tiring. So mm. I was more tired of the whole process than the workout itself. Got you. So now I think I want to slow down more and like try if it's possible because I don't know maybe we need to go back to the office at one point hopefully <laughs> we don't and we don't want to so but hopefully I will have the time to like finish work have my time to still like cooking for myself and like yeah. also have my time for working out like it's also relaxing it makes me feel good it's not like a task that I need to do because it's like all these things you know there's this little or like cooking as well like yeah this type of things I would like to keep those things in my life and of course this is a very privileged position because I know a lot of people they don't they don't have that option because their jobs or their careers they don't allow them to do it but you know if I have the option of something I would like to mm-hmm. keep for sure Definitely. Um, it's important because I, I don't want to feel like a little rat in the lo- like yeah, a little in the yeah. laboratory like running it was a str- it, it was very tiring and like I feel much more productive now of course like yeah same I think yeah definitely with the pandemic there's a bit more in our position like a 
bit more of a work-life balance you know we both had busy jobs and we're so lucky and grateful that we've been able to keep our jobs through this pandemic because obviously you know that people are not in that position but I have to say like I love that extra hour in the morning that would be used for commuting where now I like journal for example and I have like a really nice slow morning and then I have like breakfast and then I get to work and then I log off and like I immediately work out whereas before like you say like I would have finished the office like go to the gym, like, fight to, like, change into my workout outfit, like, it's always like workout, a rushing everything. And yeah. I don't miss that at yeah, all. And, like, so I think it's just pros and cons. Um, it's interesting because that's why you call, like, it's a very toxic relationship you have with living in a big city because yeah. you're like, oh, this is the London life or this is the New York life or the Japan life. Yeah. Which is basically, it's like, a way of living and, like, it's really unsustainable and really hurting yourself and mm-hmm. really tiring and really stressful. And that's why... There's another whole topic, but that's why we are more sensitive to diseases and we get sick yeah. easier. We're like, blah, 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 because we're living this life that are like a constant push, 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 push. Exactly. But in this pandemic, hopefully, of course, it's not as, as easy because a lot of jobs and like professions, they can just slow down as much. But yeah. I think this pandemic will teach all of us, hopefully, and companies and people to try to find a new way to do Definitely. things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I think we'll see kind of, I just hope that things are kind of, I I like the way that it's kind of one thing after another, like a little bit slower. Finally, it seems like, I mean, at least the government, I think finally it has like a better plan. About time. Mm. But I I don't know if people, if they will like, because yeah, people are running around in the store to get shoes or like getting fucking smashed on Soho. So like drinking as crazy, but you know, like you do your best at the end and I think at this point, it's also like individual um, thing. Like you do what you think is best for you and the people surround you and you go for it because we can have a government or whoever tell yeah. us what to do for that long. So it's True. more like you're from your position where you think it's good, where you think it's right and try to go for it because... Yeah, we're all adults at the end of the day. So and this pandemic won't finish tomorrow so we need to find ways to live within it and like definitely that's true yeah so yeah i just wanted to talk about this and And hopefully i just wanted to talk about it about this and hopefully whatever you're from the world probably you will relate in different levels so definitely claire (gasps) so um well i mean the conversation was more or less a takeaway of it but Mm. you have 60 seconds you can reflect on whatever so i'm gonna time it Mm -hmm. so when you reflect i want you to like tell me something about all this we talk about you think it's important to remember or to do or to feel okay whatever go crazy boom well my first takeaway is that i mean i didn't know that enzo would want to make more time for working out so that's good to know and i think <laughs> to know because you're looking a bit like you need to. so <laughs> i'll be i'll be pushing him to work out so that's one good thing i take away and i'm just kidding but yeah i agree like it's it's interesting to hear like what you want to take yeah. away from it as well yeah i also hope that you know for all of us like whatever we want to implement into our lives we can and we give ourselves more of this kind of work-life balance to do what's important to us and to kind of take care the third thing that I take away from our conversation is that you're right like we don't know how people are responding to this pandemic we Mm -hmm. only kind of know how like the near our nearest and dearest are responding so if somebody doesn't want to meet you for whatever reason um then you know be gentle with them and just be respectful (laughs) be like shh That kind of thing. So just know that everybody's going through something. Everybody's going to... <laughs> 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 I think this yeah. is kind of fun, this. Right? 
<laughs> Let me call it fun. It's like, like right? <laughs> so yeah, um, that was yeah, that was cool. Yeah, let's see how everything goes. But yeah, it was exciting to like yeah. come back, Definitely. talk with you guys. Season two. Let's yeah, see so what season two bring to the podcast. <laughs> um but yeah so we're super happy to be back please do as always leave us a comment tell us what your experience of lockdown has been like if you are excited to go back to normal remember please to subscribe to youtube or youtube channel i know everybody says this a lot but it's really important because as much as you subscribe or like the video the video it's gets up exactly. gets up not like it just up, goes up it's up then it's up then it's up then it's up then it stops it's like it wants to be like Cardi B like it goes so to the top that it's not there's nowhere to go exactly. like it's just at yeah. the top of the top of the top leave us a comment about lockdown leave us a comment about Seaspiracy did you watch it did you like it yes and um and yeah. yeah we're really happy to be back exactly. at it so yeah we'll see you next week thank see you, you guys week, so guys. much for watching take care see you next bye. week bye bye